Just to share a few words about the, the Yontif of Sukkis. Close for you. So I think there's, there's also a nig, and I think it started off also as a piece from Davening, I think. Right? Pretty sure. So we talk, we talk about the Yontif of Sukkis, that the Rabbanu Shalom should reestablish the Sukkah of David HaMelech. It's a funny thing to describe David HaMelech's palace as a sukkah, his malchus as a sukkah. In, Se- in Sefer Shmuel, it's not described as a sukkah. It's a pretty lavish uh, binyan. So what's going on here? What's the connection between sukkahs and David HaMelech? Yaakov Lohan of sukkahs, David HaMelech. I see, you know, everyone knows that when it comes to the Yantav of sukkahs, there are sort of two tracks that the Yantav of sukkahs is connected to. Mitzarecha, the Yantav of Sukkis, is related to the Marocha, to the system of the Shalosh Regal. So you have Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkis. And in that way, Sukkis is, as we know, the Pasuk says, that the Yantav of Sukkis is to commemorate, and we left Mitzrayim, the Rebbe Shalom protected us with the Nani HaKovit. And so it's related to that Marocha, to that system of the Shalosh Regalim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkis. We also know that the Yontav of Sukkis is also part of a different structure, a different system, and it's the completion of what started by Rosh Hashanah. So you have Rosh Hashanah, Ramam Hashem, Yom Kippur, the Rav Hashanah forgives us, and the Malchus is, you know, is, is, is now in its full glory. And when the Malchus of Hashem is in its full glory, so Yich Vayt Hashem La'olam, so Yismach Hashem B'Masav, then you have the Yontav of Sukkis as a Shleimus of that system that started with the Yom Neroyim. And so those are the two sides of, of Sukkis. And, and in Nigla, in a revealed way, superficially, it doesn't seem, th- these two sides don't seem to have a real connection to each other. But the truth is, in Pneumius, the real, the Inyan of Sukkis, the Inyan of Sukkis is to clarify, to be Mavar, what's unique to Knesset Yisrael and the separation and the Hevdil bin Yisrael La'amen. And that really is the unifying Indian of what Sukkis is, both in terms of its part of the system of the Shalosh Regalim. What was the Inani HaKavit? So Inani HaKavit protected us. Originally, when it first came, it protected us from all the weapons and all the attack of the Mitzrayim. It was a barrier. It was a separation between the Jewish people and Numa Sa'ilam to say that we're different. We're not the same. And so too it is with Sukkis coming after Yom Neroyim. Famously, the Rosh brings down in the Medrash, the Medrash says that the need of Sukkis after Yom Neroyim is that the Jewish people stood by Din Torah, us, Kenega the Umas Oilam, and everything the Umas Oilam represent. And we don't know, the Rosh brings down from Chazal, we don't know, Mi Yatzezakim, Yatzechayv, who won the Din Torah? So Chazal say that when it comes to Sukkis, and we go and resamech ourselves with the Lulav and Esrig, and we have Simchas Yantif, so we know that we were victorious. In other words, the, 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 in Pneumius, the Indian of Sukkah is both in terms of it being part of that system of Shalosh Regalim with the Anani HaKavit, and both in terms of it being a Hashlama to Yom Neroyim is revolving around one Nakuda. That there's a difference between a Yid and a guy. And that's what Sukkah is, is Mavar, the Nakuda of what makes Taka the difference between a Yid and a guy. And, and the truth is, this Indian of Sukkah is in terms of being Mavar, this Nakuda, it hasn't yet fully ripened. It hasn't yet fully ripened. Right now, the Yontav Asukis certainly is, to a certain degree, has already clarified that Inyan of Ben Yisrael Amen. 
But as we know from the Gemara Navaidazar, right, the famous Gemara Navaidazar, what's going to be lost at Lavai, that the Ravana Shalom is going to go to give schar to the Jewish people to really proclaim how unique we are. And the Gemara are going to say, listen, what about us? And there's a whole back and forth. And the Ravana Shalom says, you know what, fine, I'll give you one last chance. And the last chance is an opportunity to do one final mitzvah, a mitzvah kala, the sukkah shemai. Let's see if you can handle a mitzvah sukkah. And we all know the story, the Gemara says, that the guy are going to build a sukkah, everyone on their roof, right? And the Rebbe is going to take out the sun from its sheath, it's going to be extremely hot. And the guy are not going to be able to tolerate it, nor do they have to. Mitzvah is put in a sukkah, and they leave the sukkah. And the Gemara famously says that, you know, the, the Yidin will also leave their sukkah. Mitzvah is potter. If it's so hot, you don't have to sit in a sukkah. But says the Gemara, yeah, but the Gemara are going to kick the sukkah on the way out. But Utilam Vatinan, and the Yid doesn't kick the sukkah on the way out. And that's going to be the final Makkah Patish in terms of clarifying the difference between Yisrael and Amen. And so the Yontav Asukis is something that develops. It develops. It first came to the world to begin this beer of Yisrael Amen. And that beer will come to a complete perfection, a complete shleimus, lots of love with the coming of Mashiach. But that's the aside of the Mitzvah Sukkah. So we have to understand that for just a couple minutes. So, so what haka is the difference? What is Sukkot telling us? What is Sukkot telling us about what makes us different, what makes us unique? And when you know, when we know what makes us different, then that's that's the area to to strengthen. You know, a person can work in a lot of things, but if you know what the most chashvet thing in the Rebbeinu Shlom's eyes, and what really he takes so much nachas in, every mashu. But if we could figure out what that particular mashu is, then Allah kama we should be b'simcha over it. So it's like this, you know. Everyone knows that there's a mitzvah on Yantif, and every Yantif has this. Pesach Shavuos and Sukkot. It's the mitzvah of Simcha. <clears throat> so there's mitzvah Simcha's Yantif, but we also know that when it comes to the Yantif of Sukkot in particular, there's a Simcha Yisera. There's Simcha's Beis right? Simcha's Beis And so it's interesting when you compare in halacha, in, in, in historically speaking, the differences between how a Jew fulfills the regular mitzvah of Simchas Yantif, which, is, which applies to Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, versus the Simchas Beis how it happened, how it was in the Beis HaMikdash, and even nowadays. So there's a number of interesting differences, and maybe from here we'll be able to, just in a, in a, in a minute or so, to be able to clarify the Nakuda. So it's like this. There's a number of chilukim. First of all, where it took place. So the mitzvah of Simchas Yantif, that applies everywhere, right? equally. Wherever you find yourself, on Pesach, Shavuos, or Sukkot, you have a mitzvah to be a simcha. It's mitzvah simchas yantiv. On the other hand, you go to the side of simchas Pesach she'eva. So the Rambam writes at the end of Hilchas Lulav that really, you know, there could be celebrations everywhere, but the, really the main place for simchas Pesach she'eva was Lefnei Hashem and Beis Hamikdash, in the Mikdash. That's really the main place of simchas Pesach she'eva. So number one, the place that it applies to is different. Another chilek, for example, is how it was celebrated and how it is celebrated. When it comes to Simchas Yantif, right? Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. So how is it fulfilled? So the Rambam says, for men primarily, the way it's fulfilled is with Achil and Shasiyah. Eating meat, drinking wine, Achil and Shasiyah. That's how we fulfill the mitzvah of Simchas Yantif. Women with begadim and Tachshitim and children with candies and so on. But it's with Achil and Shasiyah and things like that. Simchas Beis how is that fulfilled? So also the Rambam, the end of Hilchas Lulav tells us, no food going on, maybe they serve refreshments in the Beis HaMikdash, it's possible, but that's not the way it was fulfilled. The Ikram Kiyam of Simchas Beis was 
with dancing, dancing and singing and music. And it's interesting, not just a little bit, beleaguable, an extraordinary amount beyond what's considered relatively normal, even for you know healthy people, mamish all night long and the tzaddikim is those with rikudim and zmiris. It's another chilik. Another difference, another difference we find, for example, is who participated and who really is obligated to be the ones to participate in the simcha. Simchas Yontif, who participates in, in Pesach, Shavuos, and Sokis, Simchas Yontif? Everybody. Men, women, and children, evenly, equally. Everyone eats what makes them happy, they do what makes them happy, and so on. Everyone evenly. Simchas Pesach is not like that. Although everyone gathered to Pesach Mikdash to, on some level, participate, but the Ramam writes, and it's based on the Gemara, that what? That the real people that were given the schos and the kibba to uh, cause the Simcha and to, be part, and to really celebrate with the Chesidim Vashi Maisa, Tzadikim. So that's also a chilek. One final chilek. The Rambam, when he talks about the, the mitzvah, Simchas Yontif, Pesach, Shavuz, and Sukkis. So the Rambam says over there that a person has to be careful that when they're eating on Yontif and so on, that it doesn't go overboard. And the Rambam says that a person should make sure that the Simcha that you're having on Yontif, it should be a Simcha Sheyesh Bo Avodis Hashem. That it should have, and it should be associated with Avodis Hashem, with Ruchnias. So it means to, to give futaniyim and also to sing shiras. It should be in a nabakavitika way. But it's a simcha sheyesh ba by this Hashem. It has an element of a Hashem in it. When it comes to the simcha sheyesh though, the Ramah says a different lashon altogether. The Ramah at the end of Hilchas Lulav, again, that's where he talks about it. The Ramah says that simcha's sheyesh was not a simcha that has an element of a Hashem. The Ramah says simcha's sheyesh is a Hashem. Savoy the Gedoyla, the Rambam says. Not an element, it has an element to it, you have to make sure it doesn't go over. No. It is Avoy the Sashem. So what's, what's the Nakuda Sachilik? What's going on over here? Why, why all these differences? So very simple. When it comes to the Simcha of every Yontif, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sokis, who were the Bali Simcha? We're the Bali Simcha. When you sit at your home, whether it be on Yontif or Chalamoid, and you're sitting, eating meat, drinking wine, or you're going on a trip, whatever it is, you're doing something to make yourself happy, to make your family happy, it's to make you and your family happy. You're the Bali Simcha. You're supposed to be happy because of all the chassad and the Rabbani Shem has done to you and continues to do to you and God willing will do to you in the future. So you're happy. So it's you. So it applies to wherever you are. Every single person in their own unique way. And certainly because you're a human being, and the simcha that you're feeling is a human simcha. So, it's a human simcha primarily, but of course, yesh ba avodis Hashem. It certainly has to be associated with, with avodis Hashem isbarach. But in its root, it's a human simcha that we're obligated to feel and to evoke within ourselves on Yontif. So it applies everywhere. It's fundamentally human. The way of fulfilling it, the way to fulfill it is, is by doing something physical that makes a human being happy, or women with their things and children with their things. When it comes to Simchas Beis there's something altogether different taking place. Simchas Beis is not our Simcha. Simchas Beis and this is what's happening when we dance by Simchas Beis when we're here together for Simchas Beis the Jewish people are putting their egos aside. The Jewish people are putting their humanity aside. And they're redefining themselves as nothing but a vessel 
to allow the simcha of the Rabbanu Shalom to be manifest in the world. And this, the Baal Simcha by Simcha Sveseshev is not the human being. The Baal Simcha by Simcha Sveseshev is the Rabbanu Shalom. And just like everything else in Avodah Hashem, the, the essence of Avodah Hashem is to allow oneself to, to mimic or to be in line to allow the light of the Rabbanu Shalom to manifest through you. The Ikr Simcha of Simchas Beis Hashem is the Rabbanu Shalom Simcha. Yich Vayd Hashem Lo'olam, Yismach Hashem B'Masav. And because of this, it applies in Beis HaMikdosh. That's the place where the Rabbanu Shalom, he's the Balabas. He's the Balabas everywhere, but that's where it's Bizgalia. And because of that, the Simcha is not with Achil and Shesia, which is one, something that generates or that brings out human Simcha. It's with Rikudim and Zmiris. Anigin and dancing, it's like... It's like when, you know, it's like when there's, when there's too much voltage that comes into a person, it's like they shake, right? It's like when something bigger than you, when there's a makif that all of a sudden comes into your system and you can barely contain it, what, something that you can barely, that you can contain and it's sort of you, you can wrap your head around and it's yours and it's human that you could articulate with normal words in a normal way while sitting still. But when you have makifim, when there's something that's above your head that's trying to speak through you, then all of a sudden it comes out in Ninigan. Because what's being conveyed in Ninigan, as we all know, is not anything that the, even the speaker himself is necessarily always aware of. Because it's not just a matter of an idea being transmitted, it's an experience that's flowing through the singer and that's being then received by everyone else. It's coming from a higher place. A nigan comes from a higher place. Rikida, dancing, means that the person himself can't even contain his own energy. It's a, the Rikida and the Zemiris of the Simchas Beis is when the Jewish people are becoming transformed into mamish nothing, nothing but a klifer elikus. And this is the reason why Davka, it was beligvul, it was beyond a normal amount. It was all night long. Because what's happening is the simcha that's being expressed is not a human simcha. When human beings are besimcha, so it's between, like, you know, these, these hours. But when it's the Rabbanishlam simcha, the Rabbanishlam is ain't safe and believable. So when he's manifesting and he's expressing his simcha, so it's also believable and believe safe. And this is why the ones that are be'ikr, the ones to participate in that simcha, are the tzaddikim and the chassidim and the shimaisa, the vali tshuva as well, because they're the ones that. Are, are living that life of just being a cleave for the Rabbani Shalom's light. And so these are the two separate inyanim you have, and they, and they apply equally. We have a mitzvah of Simchas Yantiv, that's a human simcha, that's us. Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, to be happy. And then have Simchas Beis Hashem, which is Rabbani Shalom, I'm not Ruvain, I'm not Shimon, I'm Levi, I'm nothing, I'm just Mamish, a cleave for your light. Okay, so it's two dinim, two different mitzvahs. The problem is that the Rambam tells us that the mitzvah of Simchas Beis HaShe'eva is part of the mitzvah of Simchas Yantav. Says the Rambam that even though we call it Simchas Beis HaShe'eva, which usually we associate with the Nisach HaMayim, the Rambam sheet is that yes, it happened in conjunction with the Nisach HaMayim, for whatever reason, but the Iker mitzvah of Simchas Beis HaShe'eva was because of the regular mitzvah of Simchas Yantav. You have the regular mitzvah of Simchas Yantav, and then on Silkis it takes like an upgrade with Simchas Beis HaShe'eva too. So now it's a Pella. If the fundamental joy of Simchas Yantiv, of Pesach, Shuas, and Sukkis is fundamentally different than the joy of Simchas Beis then how could they be coming from the same mitzvah? How could they be the same thing? 
Simchas Yontif is a human simcha. It's our simcha. We're the Bali simcha. And the simchas based on Sheva is that it's not us. It's all the Rabbani Shlom. So how do they go together? How are they the same? So the answer is, and this is exactly what clarifies the Yinakut HaPnimis of the difference between the Yid and the guy. And I'll share with you a few lines that we find from Tzadik HaKayin. It's uh, in Charetz. He writes the following thing. He quotes from Chazal like this. It's uh, it start when you when we first hear this Chazal, it sounds like a little bit harsh, but the way Ratzadik like sweetens it. Chazal say that in all of Tanakh, whenever you find the word Dal, a poor person, Mach, or an impoverished person, be It's always talking about a yid. It's always talking about a yid. So what does that mean? So Ratzadik like says like this: You want to know what the essence of a yid is and what the Rabbanu Shloim has so much nachas in. Says Ratzadik, because the ikr joy of a Jew, the greatest moment in a Jew's life, and what truly makes us happy, is when we're able to put ourselves aside and just to allow the Rabbanishim to be happy through us. See, a guy by the Umas Oilam, then there's Yesh, it's Mamish Yesh. And so it's either them or him. But by Yid, Whenever it says dalumach is the greatest simcha that a person or any creature for that matter could ever experience is when they're being authentic. Like the example I've given in shul is like you had a, a lion chasing a zebra, right? If you could like interview them at that moment. So you'd ask the lion, are you happy? The lion would say, I'm the happiest creature in the world. Why? Not because it might get a meal because it's doing what a lion is supposed to do. A lion is created to chase zebras, and it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. That's simcha. That's, that's, that's deeply joyful. And he asked the zebra, are you happy? You know what the zebra would say? I'm also happy, because I'm doing what a zebra is supposed to do. I'm supposed to be chased. And if I get eaten, so God, you know, that's what happens. But I'm extremely besimcha because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. People sometimes ask, you know, you're supposed to serve the Rabbanu Lushma. But what if I enjoy? What if I enjoy fabrang? What if I enjoy mitzvahs? What if I enjoy learning? Or So it's taking away from my Lushma. You know what Tzaddik writes? You're, supposed to, you're not supposed to do mitzvahs for pras, right? That's what I'll say. You can't do mitzvahs. You shouldn't be an evan. You shouldn't be a servant that serves the Rabbanu for pras. You know what a pras is? Pras means like lollipops. So the person's serving the Rabbanu because I want to get a million lollipops on Olam Haba. That's not so... That's not such a high madrig. But it says, you know what Lushma means, which is good? The feeling of being authentic, the feeling of being natural, of doing what you're supposed to do, of what you're doing, what you're created for, that's the greatest joy in the world. The Rabbanu wants us to enjoy that. What is the most natural thing of a Yid? The most natural thing for a Jew is to put yourself aside. It's the most natural thing in the world. It's the most authentic thing. It's the most... It's the most comforting feeling in the world when I could say, I'm just here to serve the Rabbanu Shalom and just let it flow through me. That's not a steerer to your simcha. That is your simcha. Because the simcha that we feel, the simcha that we're trying to experience is not the simcha of like nice things on the side. The greatest simcha in life and the simcha shal mitzvah is what? It's to be authentic. It's just to be yourself. And who are we? We're dalim v'reikim. And that's the best thing in the world to be dalim v'reikim. Because when you're a nothing then the everything 
the hakol of all life, of all reality, is able to be manifest through you. And even if you just, uh, just have a, a call, like the Rebbe was talking about, then that's enough. That chudash al is enough. And Adarava, sometimes, if only you have, if all you have is a call shul, then all it does is just intensify the, the authenticity of the experience because Nishmas Yisrael wants nothing more than to be nothing and to just be a klikibel for the Rabbani Shalom. That's the Iker Simcha. So how could Simcha Space Shev, which is God's Simcha, be the same thing as our Simcha? When we understand the Nakuda of what a Yid is and who we are, that's not a steer at all. It's the greatest Simcha. And this itself is the Birur. This is the ultimate clarification by Yisrael Amen. Just like in that story in the Gemara of Adizar, right? The Rebbein Shalom takes out the sun, and we don't have to keep, no, and everyone leaves the sukkah. And the Goyim kick it, and we don't kick it. Why do they kick it? Because they're frustrated. They wanted to get a mitzvah. But you know, but the Yidin are, are, they don't kick the sukkah. Why? Because they're thinking to themselves, I'm just doing whatever the Rebbein Shalom wants. If he wants me to sit in sukkah, Gavaldik. If he doesn't want me to sit in sukkah, so also Gavaldik. It's not about me anyway. It was all about just being a, a vessel for the Rabbanu Shalom. I'm a dal and mach. I'm an ayin and bottle of Ephes Mamish. And me leaving the sukkah, that gives me the biggest simch in the world. Because I know the Rabbanu Shalom wants me to leave the sukkah. And when the sun goes back into its holder and, the, and it cools down a little bit, then I'll go into the sukkah and I'll be a simch over that. It's, it was never about me to begin with. That's the biggest beer. That is the biggest beer. Or so it goes on, even when the yid increases in their avodas Hashem and ishtadlus, and when a person increases their avodas Hashem, certainly they're more besimcha over it. It only increases their humility. I tell the guys in the show all the time that a person wants to know what's the litmus test to really know whether you're growing in avodas Hashem and pnimius is two things. As you grow in your ruchnius, do you love Jews more and are you more humble? That's it. That's it. If you love Jews more and you're more humble, then everything then is real because that's authentic. That's who you are. That's Simchas Yantav, Simchas Beis coming together. So why is Sukkis Harachman Yakim Lana Sukkis David Anifalas? So the Ramam ends off in Hilchas Lulav, summing up what Sukkis is and everything we're talking about. Simchas Beis with Simchas Yantav. The Ramam says, famous. I'll just share with you just a couple lines. The Ramam says. The simcha that a Jew feels when you do mitzvahs, that authentic simcha of being yourself and being real and just being, allowing the Rabbani Shalom to put on tefillin through you and allowing the Rabbani Shalom to shake Lovinesik through you. So says the Rambam, that is Avaydis Hashem. That is Avaydis Hashem. And a person that holds themselves back from that simcha because they're you know, full of their own ego. So Rambam says not nice things about that. The Raman says, and This is what Shlomo Melch said, Don't be such a, you know, don't hold yourself up to be such a thing. It says the Raman, but if you lower yourself, if you're willing to be humble, and you allow yourself to be a little bit embarrassed, and you know, to let yourself go, that's real covet. Because what's happening is you're becoming nothing, but at the same time you're becoming a vessel for the something of all somethings. The chain David Amelach all of So says the Rambam, and that's exactly what David Amelach was. David Amelach says, "When Eklesi Oy Mizoyis, Vici Shavul Veinai." David Amelach says, as he's dancing with Hashem, he's saying, "Halavai, I should just even be more. I should be more nothing. The more nothing I am, 
the more the Rabbani Shalom is the Baal Simcha. And the more the Rabbani Shalom is the Baal Simcha, the more I'm enjoying it. But the more I enjoy it now, it's real and it's authentic. It's not about me, but it's being, it's doing what I'm supposed to do. That's the biggest joy in the world. The greatest covet and the greatest joy is just to dance before Hashem Yisbarach. That's who David Melech was. That's why he's the Melech. That's why he's the king. He's the biggest. He, we give him the greatest honor because he's the biggest nothing. And that's exactly what made him happy. And that's what makes us happy. So in our generation, uh, you know, we fulfill that gzera of mach and dalba, you know, Yisrael kasmed davar stamen, right? And we know that, you know, when Chazal talk, they're not talking about finances; they're talking about bedas, anias bedas, and ashiras bedas. But adrav v'nahapeichu, v'nahapeichu. Davka because we're mach and dal, and davka because all we have is the kol That's exactly the reason why we could be so besimcha over the mitzvahs, because our ego's not getting in the way. It's just authentic. Why would we do this? The only reason why we're here to dance is what? It's because the Rabbani Shalom wants to dance. So how does the Rabbani Shalom dance? You, you know, there's no, he, we all know he can't, you know. So the Rabbani Shalom uses us. That's what type of covet that is? That the Rabbani Shalom is going to use us to dance? Hashem should bless each and every one of us. To realize how fortunate we are. That when you peel away all the layers of everything that covers us over, you know what you find? Just someone that's authentic and right and true and just doing what the Rabbana Shalom wants and is joyful over that. Hashem should help us, we should be zaycha to take all those levushim off and to discover the authentic truth of who we are and what Klai Yisrael is. The Rabbana Shalom separated us and just as he began to clarify that with the Anani Kovit, so too we should be zaycha to complete that shlemus, that beer, the VS called Sadek Mehavi Menu Amen.